The North Fork A Weekend podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winter Parker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2021. I'm not looking at any of you. I'm just looking down. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Grant Parpin. I'm joined by a very giggly Tara Smith, <laughs> Michalina Hello. DeFont, and Lee Meyer. And we are talking about our food issue. Uh, September issue hitting newsstands this week. <laughs> and there's a lot of giggle. I'm sorry, it is loose in this room. I don't know, we're coming in. It is Let's loose see where this, this takes us, but... Uh, <laughs> Tara is fanning herself right now. She's laughing so hard. I don't quite know why. Well, there is no air on this room, so it's quite warm in here. And I promise you, we did not indulge in recreational marijuana before recording (laughs) this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Now let's talk about the pizza trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Is that oregano on your pie? (laughs) Oh, man, we're playing a little fast and loose this week. But, you know, this to me is every year, this is my favorite issue to do. I mean, I love food. I love talking about food. I love looking at food and reading about it and learning about it. (laughs) And our cover story this month is about the North Fork Wine pizza trail, right? Everybody comes out here for the wine, but they should be staying for the pizza. This is a a little tour that uh, Stephanie Pinkar Coleman took this uh, month and uh, wrote for the issue, making stops at some of the best places to get pizza along the North Fork. And uh, Michelini, you were going to speak on this piece. I mean, she's got some really good spots. She sure does. So it's really funny. Actually, as she was writing the story, she was literally eating at all these different pizza spots. Oh and God, she so jealous. What an assignment. Right? I imagine? know. This is the best assignment ever. Um, but she would call me and her kids would say like, Mom, we're having pizza again. And she's like, yes, are you not very happy about this? Like, this is the best assignment ever. We get to literally eat through the North Fork. So she's included some great spots. And here, some of them are Lenny's in Jamesport, Grana, also in Jamesport. In Mattatuck, we have Primavera, Lombardi's, Amano, and Pizzerita. In South Hole, we have Michelangelo's. And in Greenport, we have Claudio's. And, of course, the 1943 Pizza Bar. Um, And it's great. She goes through... Um, her pizza trail and talks kind of about each of these spots and kind of like what they best feature, like what they're known for, like why you'd want to go to each of them. Um, and just a few of them I'll throw out here. So she says that in James Ward at Lenny's, you don't want to miss the mushroom and caramelized onion slice, which I will agree it is fantastic. Um, they have a touch of sweetness to their sauce, their red sauce, which is just different and kind of unique. Um, over in, at James Ford, I'm sorry, in Jamesport at Grana, the margarita slice, she says, there's kind of no place to hide. It's just a strict, like a straight margarita pie, but it's just fantastic. Um, at Lombardi's, which is our cover pizza, um, it is a an amazing pie over there. Um, they have, Grant was just saying before, it's like one of his favorite spots to go and have a great lunch and you can get your own personal pie. And he was saying you could share it, but guys, I've seen him eat the whole thing. Uh, no, I've definitely housed it. I've oh. definitely done like, and it's so, I'm so shameful about it. Like I sit in my car. Yeah, you hide. Just, like, you don't eat, have to hide, yeah. Grant. We accept you no, for like your pizza eating park, skills. Like I'll pull off of like one of those Mattituck <laughs> side roads and, and just like eat it straight out of the box and be like, well, I'll save a couple slices for later. Yeah, you finish them on the way home. It's done. I could eat a whole pie of that. (laughs) Well, we forgive you for that, and we also accept you. Their pizza is delicious. Um, Over at Amano, they have great 
uh, brick oven pies, and you can get them at their bar. So we were kind of calling this our bar pie, but doesn't mean that it's not great pizza. It certainly is. Pizzeria, for those who don't know, you need to know. Um, they have amazing old school, like real Italian style pizza. Um, very limited production. I always get so upset at like seven o'clock I call and they're like sold out for the day and it's depressing to me, but I also know that it's so worth it when you do get your hands on one of those pies. Um, then Michelangelo's is definitely a great neighborhood spot. And of course, 1943 has some amazing specialty pies. Their Italian scallion is delicious, um, kind of as are all their pies. So definitely check out the story that Stephanie did and go eat your way through the North Fork. Yeah, I love that piece. You know, I always said when I kind of first came out here, working out here, I'm an up island guy. Like to me, like, you know, I go to like Coliseo or Little Vincent's, like those kind of classic, like legendary Long Island pie slices. And the North Fork's not great for that. It's still not even great for that. But the specialty pie is where the North Fork has really elevated its game in recent years. And I think she gets to the essence of that. She really does. She does a really good job of that. And also does talk, though, about um, a newcomer, Primavera in Metatuck, which... Yeah, and that place is killer. I went yes. here after... The day I edited this story, I went over there and got slices. And the guy who I took his seat or whatever, he was getting up and leaving. He was like... This is the best pizza I've ever had. He was like, I have to, I'm just staying here to thank them. You know, so, and uh, I agree with him. It was a great, great slice. Love that. Tara, you did a piece this week on, speaking of newcomers, well, this is somebody who's been around for a while, but his food truck is something we keep hearing people talk about, and it's Balo. Yeah, Balo Alvarez, he has the um, Balos Foods truck, which I've been seeing pop up all over the place at local events uh, on Instagram. And I just kept hearing from so many people about his delicious uh, ceviches and world famous stuffies. So it was really great to finally get to meet him and to taste uh, some of his menu, which uh, is described as uh, North Fork seafood with a Latin flair. Um, Ballo is an immigrant. He's uh, actually been working in the area since he was 16 at the Old Barge, if anyone remembers that restaurant. Um, so he definitely has a unique menu and, um, you know, a unique local take, um, very seafood forward. He has the shrimp tacos, fried oysters. Um, and definitely, if you see the truck out and about, make sure to try the ceviche and the stuffies, which are uh, not your average uh, baked clam mix. It's made with lobster, scallops, clams, and they seriously are uh, good enough to be world famous. One well, day. I, ha- I have a secret, a secret confession. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I think their subbies are even better than South Pole Fish Market. So oh, they are that goodness. good. Yeah. Wow. You have to try them. They wow. are incredible. Absolutely. You know, I, um, I this is another one that just got me excited. This is what I love about this issue is I read even like for me, like you guys talk about some of these stories and I haven't tried these places and I'm just like dying. Like I need to know <laughs> where he's going to be next so I could check it out. Um, and, you know, that's a actually a kind of perfect sw- segue into Lee's piece, which is about food experiences on the North Fork. Everybody loves to eat out, but uh, these experiences are not just kind of sit-down meals. These are things you can do and actively participate in. Um, So you guys love to set chocolate. We all love to set chocolate. You can take a class at to set chocolate and paint um, a masterpiece on a chocolate canvas 
and then basically like eat Mona Lisa's head off. You know what I mean? Um, we talked that. about this on a podcast recently, and I said to Michalina that if I took my kids to that thing, there's no way those that chocolate would make it home. No. Nope. Yeah, and um, you know you don't need any art skills, and the art is edible. The paint is edible. Um, it's very very fun. They also give you some snacks while you're there, which is cool. Um, I also spoke to uh, Kate McDowell of Kate's Cheese Company um, about her fondue feast, which is a three-course fondue, cheese fondue uh, meal. Um, You can do that. That's great for a date night if anybody wants to go out on a date in Greenport. Um, With you, Lee, are you offering a date night with yourself? um, Yeah, I I am. uh, If anyone's (laughs) out there. (laughs) You can book him on uh, Open Table. (laughs) I I just really want fondue, you guys. Somebody take me for fondue. Um, In addition to that, there's there's the – this is out of this world, the Maroni tasting menu in Southhold. What is going on with that? Run down some of those dishes. It was insanity. This tasting menu, you have not – Maroni's looks like a nice Italian restaurant, which it is. It's a very lovely place. This tasting menu is comprised of items including Korean short rib wing – Korean ribs with gummy bears on top, Dr. Seuss's green eggs and ham. Uh, you just haven't had a tasting menu like this. Um Everything is uh, curated by Maria Maroney. Her her late husband, Michael, created this menu um, years ago, and it's a huge hit. Um, it, it's just like a – it's a great – another great date night, you guys. <laughs> um, other experiences, uh, if you want to go, you know, learn how to shuck, you can take a little ram oyster shucking class. You can head over to 1760 Homestead Farm, and um, every weekend they do a farm-to-plate experience, which is often with a guest chef. Uh, and, um, you know, those are just some of the really cool out-of-the-box, uh, you know, experiences you can have with food on the North Fork. Well, every year for this issue, I get the great fortune of putting together the list of the best things we ate so far in 2022, which I go around. I ask people uh, all across the building here that we work with, you know, not just the people on our editorial staff who create the content, but also people in our art department, sales staff. Like, what's the best thing you ate this year on the North Fork? And uh, I love doing this every year. I get great ideas from it. And uh, I also like sharing my own pick. This year, my pick for the best thing I ate this year was the po'boy at Braun's Kitchen in Kachog. Another one that I ate in my car shamefully, like, you know, with nobody looking at me. And it was one of those where it was like, I could eat half of this or I could eat the whole thing. It's a $19 sandwich. It features fried oysters, fried shrimp, comes with uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato, remoulade uh, on French bread served with French fries. Uh, Guys, have you tried this po'boy? No, but it sounds unreal. Oh, my God. It's really, really good. I love this. Uh, and you guys had picks for this as well. Uh, Michalina, what'd you go with this year? Yeah, so I chose the Seafood Fra Diablo from Fortino's Tavern in Greenport. And it truly was the best thing I've eaten in a really long time. Um, the pasta is so fresh, but it also includes half a lobster tail. It includes shrimp. It includes fish. And um, something that is unexpected was a um, a roasted jalapeno on top. So at first I got the dish and I was like, whoa, this is interesting looking. And I ate it and I was like, wow, that is incredible. It's just gives it a perfect kick and it is so, so, so good. I literally, um, you couldn't even tell that there was pasta with like red sauce in there because I 
slopped up every single piece of sauce with bread. And I'm not shameful. Yeah, I did I, not eat that in my car. I proudly ate it at the table and let I, everyone I watch. have to say Fortino's Tavern is the winner this year with the most selections. We only do – I only let one – person pick a restaurant and then it's like you got to pick something different but every year there's always that one restaurant that people like you know a couple people went up to me like oh i don't know yet what i'm going to pick but it's definitely gonna be something i ate at fortino's tavern it's like no it's not i'm going to beat you to that <laughs> that's <one."> right so <laughs> lee what'd you go with so i went with the uh fish and chips at ellen's on front um this is the crunchiest um most flavorful beer battered cod i've ever had um, and what's really cool about the fish and chips is uh, Chef Jenny um, did her own take on mushy peas. So mushy peas are a very popular side dish in the UK. Um, this is a little different than the mushy peas you'll get in the UK. She puts a dash of cream in it. And what I like to do is dip both my fish and fries into the mushy peas. It's oh, so good. Go. Okay. Right. I think I can get down with that. Try it out at least. Go for it. Tara, you were the one of the four of us who didn't go with seafood. I did not. I went with the tried and true uh, sandwich, but this is not your uh, average everyday sandwich. This is definitely um, something a little bit more special. And I found this at Kate's Cheese Company in Greenport. It is the figured out euphoria, which is made from sourdough bread, nutty sheep's gouda, and slices of prosciutto with uh, a little bit of fig spread. It's salty. It's sweet. You should definitely um, all try it over at Kate's Cheese in Greenport. Uh, while we're talking about cheese, uh, Charity Roby's contribution was the Brie Cheesecake at Vine Street. And just reading her description of mm, it yeah. uh, makes me want to take a trip over to Shelter Island just to eat. Yeah, that was the one I, in my editor's note this month, I uh, I noted that that one definitely gave me food envy. And also, uh, Lauren Parker picked the Payard Chocolate Dome and... She actually, that was the day after I ate at Southhold Social for the first time, <laughs> and we were choosing between desserts, and we went with something else other than that, and then Lauren gave me instant, like, food envy, and then, of course, she started texting me pictures of it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I was oh, dying. Oh, man. That's <laughs> but, food FOMO. That means know. you have to go back. That's all yeah, that means. Yeah, exactly. That's how they hook you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we also in this issue, uh, and I'm not going to take credit for this. I'm going to give you the credit for this, Tara, because this was your idea and you wrote the story. And I thought it was great that rather than just focus on all these great food experiences and all these, you know, $19 sandwiches and all these things that, you know, uh, these luxuries that so much of us indulge in on the North Fork, uh, you also wanted to take a look at an issue on the North Fork that is food insecurity. And I think a lot of people think of the North Fork as a a wealthier place in the East End. And yet there are people every day out here uh, struggling to find their next meal. And it's really in record numbers as you report. Yeah. So, you know, we celebrate everything food in this food issue. And that includes the topic of food insecurity. Um, you know, in a place like the North Fork, which has so much local bounty, which we always are talking about from the farms to um, the fish markets to all the great restaurants, um, you know, there are people in need. And uh, so in my story, you'll, you'll read primarily about the work being done through CAST, which is the uh, Center for Advocacy, Support, and Transformation in Southhold. They, pro uh, they provide a ton of resources to those uh, in need in the community, from rent assistance to help finding jobs. But um, food, food insecurity really became their number one priority during the pandemic as people lost their jobs, got sick, and so on. So um, to put that in perspective, they 
before COVID hit, they would typically give out 40,000 meals. Uh, in 2020, that number swelled to 200,000 meals. And this year, uh, mostly due to, you know, the new economic challenges, inflation, everything's expensive. Um, the organization's actually on track to help give out over 300,000 meals, um, which is, yeah, those numbers are, are really staggering. And I, and nothing, you know, nothing that they do is, po- is possible without community support. And they receive a ton of donations from local farms through uh, initi- an initiative that they started. Um, so you'll read a little bit about that. I think there are 18 farms that participate locally. So it's great to see that, you know, that that food's not just being wasted or thrown out. And it's, you know, really going to help people in the community who, you know, a lot of them may, may work on the farms and may work on, in the restaurants that we eat at. So uh, I hope this highlights the very real need that exists here and maybe uh, inspires some of you guys to get involved and, uh, you know, consider supporting these organizations as we get into the colder months. Yeah. And we have a list of how you can donate and all those. And I would definitely suggest that our, our readers who uh, are in a position to be able to do this, that, that, that they do that. I know. I, mean, I could say that, you know, uh, CAST is uh, just an absolutely uh, first-rate uh, organization, uh, and it's been around just forever, you know, started in the 1960s. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's one place that is just always uh, kind of first in mind for me when you're going to donate uh, on the North Fork. Uh, I think it's just, uh, you know, what they do for, for our community is something that's truly special. And uh, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you writing this piece, Tara. Thanks. Yeah. And if, you know, if you can't make a, a big donation to CAST, you can also get involved with, um, you know, a little free pantry, which is also mentioned in the article. There are um, a bunch located all across the North Fork now now, um, which are basically um, a play on like the little free libraries where it's just literally a a box um, on a post and, you know, neighbors can share canned goods or dry goods or anything that they have a surplus of um, in there for anyone to take when they uh, need it. All right. Well, those are just some of the many stories in this month's issues. We have a map of local oysters to go where you can pick up those oysters across the North Fork. We have a feature on Alley Cat's Kitchen. Uh, Just so much to read in here. And, uh, you know, it'll definitely inspire you to want to go out there and eat on the North Fork as if you needed any inspiration to do that. Thanks for doing this, everyone. You want to go back to uh, having our giggle party again? (laughs) I'm tired. It was fun, though. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone.